and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my free training, The Three Legal and Tax Mistakes Made by New and Experienced Business Owners and How You Can Avoid Them. Here's the thing. There's a few key things we've all got to do to make sure we unfuck our biz. I've seen all the mistakes and I know how to help you get past them. So here's what I want you to do. Go to www.unfuckyourbiz.com, sign up for the free training, watch it, and do at least one of the homework assignments I share in the masterclass. Promise? Okay, now let's dive into the episode. Hello there, and welcome back to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. Today, I am joined again by Keela Hill Trawick, owner of Little Fish Accounting in Washington, D.C. Keela, you're quickly becoming my favorite guest on the podcast already. You're knocking these questions out of the park. Are you ready for our next one? Absolutely. Okay, so this question I think is pretty fun. This is a little bit more, it's, it's kind of like a question you might take to a certified financial planner. It's really probably just something that you would talk to your friends about, but to give some context to both you and our listeners, um, in my alumni group, so I have a signature program called Unfuck Your Biz. I have a membership for alumni. Uh, we do a quarterly book club. In this quarter, we are book clubbing I Will Teach You to, Buy, to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. It's a very popular book. Um, I read Total Money Makeover last month, and I've kind of been like binging all of these like very like popular money philosophy books. So this question is kind of comparing, contrasting philosophies and figuring out like how people set their priorities. So this is the question that I posted myself in our Facebook group. We're having a very interesting dialogue around it. And so I want to see your thoughts. So fun hypothetical question for you. If you're starting from scratch, assuming, assuming that you want to start from scratch, saving money and paying debt, how would you prioritize between one, building an emergency fund of $3,000 around that, two, paying your quarterly taxes, three, saving your first few thousand dollars towards retirement, and four, paying down about $3,000 in consumer debt. So whenever I say consumer debt, I'm kind of implying that it's high interest debt. So do you do them all at the same time? Do you do one before the other? What would kind of be your thought process uh, behind this? All right, I had to write down what the things were. <laughs> but so I would say... Part of this is, I know people hate this, but it depends on like what makes you feel safe. Because I think a lot of times we give these broad ideas of like, you should do this, then this, then this. But if you feel scarce, right? Like if you feel like there's not enough money, if something went down by next month, then you're automatically going to want to prioritize putting money in savings first. So I would say, that start there that like what makes you feel safe what do you feel like is your gut of what's important to you because i think that that also makes it easier for you to hit those goals if you feel like you started with retirement and you're scared about how much money you have right now it's going to be really difficult for you to put money into your retirement account that's one two i always say and it's funny because me and my husband had a similar conversation about this last night because he would prioritize paying off debt and i would prioritize saving my thoughts around that are, I feel better knowing that there's cash available if something goes down. 
if something happens, I like knowing that at the very least, I don't have to incur more debt. Some people will say, yeah, but you already have debt. That means that that money's not yours. I don't care. I like seeing money in the bank and knowing that if something happened, I have cash if I have to. Um, so I would prioritize that first to the extent that you can line that up with consumer debt. So for some people, it may be easier to be like, I have $500 a month in disposable that I can take somewhere, split that between the two, 250 towards savings, 250 towards debt. Um, and part of that is dependent on how much debt you have. It feels like it makes a bigger dent when you have a tiny amount. If you owe $1,000 in credit card debt, just pay that off and then go forward. If you owe $18,000, this $250 just going to have to hold you down until you can finish stacking up in your savings. Um, retirement, I put last. I think it's hard to think about far long-term future when you don't feel confident in right now. Um, but... I would say kind of move that money, right? So if we start with that $500 a month example, once you hit your number in emergency fund, maybe that other 250 goes to retirement. Quarterly taxes, I want people to remember that this number can fluctuate. If your business didn't make any money in Q1, you don't have any taxes to pay. And so a lot of people will put money to the side based on what they make and not what they profit. And if you think that way, it feels like you're stacking a whole bunch of money that the IRS and the state may not need. That being said, Remember that tax money isn't yours. So what you want to do is consider that in your pricing at the beginning. Go ahead and decide that off top, if something sells for $100 and it costs you whatever, that 25% of that is gone. It's not even a matter of like determining how much you should give to it. That money should have never seemed like it belonged to you at the end of that quarter. Right. Yeah, lo love that. It's it's fun to have these conversations because, of course, there's a lot of nuance. It's all personal. It depends how much your interest is, how old you are, all these kind of things. But kind of the kind of the approach that I take take that's a little bit different, because this is how I teach people to handle their back taxes. And because we talk about should you prioritize saving for your current taxes and paying the minimum amount you can't or whatever you have towards your back taxes, or should you pay off your back taxes and not start saving? And what I tell people to do is if you can pay off all your back taxes within like three or four months and then save extra money to get caught up on your current year taxes, great. And then I kind of take a similar philosophy with debt. So if you can pay off all your debt in three months, if you really tackle it, and then the next three months do your emergency savings or vice versa, do that. If you're like myself and you have like a totally crippling amount of student loans, like I'm not going to start waiting to save for retirement until eight, like eight, 10, 20, 20 years from now until I have my student debt paid off. Yeah. And I mean, for these conversations, I almost just eliminate student loan debt as one of the things for a lot of people. It just feels like a thing that's going to go on indefinitely for them. And so it doesn't for most people, unless you just got a bunch of money to the side and you just want to close out that debt, it's like your house. I'm like, we will get to it, but it's not in the immediate priorities when you're still trying to figure out where, especially small or medium amounts of money go to that. try to pay off things that have to be done right now. Yeah, I like I like the idea of just like think about it like just think about it like a mortgage. That's that's kind of my next step. Like all the consumer debt's been taken care of. Like the emergency fund has been saved, which feels great. If you all haven't gotten there, work your way towards it. But my next question is when it comes to like this massive pile of student loan debt, saving up a massive pile of money for a mortgage in an expensive city like San Diego, um, 
there was one other thing, but just like balancing. Oh, and then retirement, like uh, an IRA, like balancing those three things, I feel like is a much trickier question for me to answer, but I'm going to talk to a financial planner about it. It'll be fun. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. We can can find someone and then share a referral. Uh, Okay, so that's it for today's episode. This was a very fun conversation. We're going to be back on Thursday. We might pick up a little bit where we left off, but we're going to get more into what it is that Keila does on a daily basis and how she can help your business as an accountant, along with a lot of other fun tips. So we will both see you there. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.